You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. And good afternoon. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez and welcome to the Hispanic Chamber Connection Radio Show. A radio program designed for the members of the Texas Gulf Coast Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. You might recognize it as the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber, or the Vintage Park, or the Katy, or the Galleria, or the Lake Houston Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. I think there's five Hispanic chambers now as we've grown throughout time. We have about 325, 330 members, and uh, we're all over the place right now. We're all over Houston and we're as small as can be right now. The largest of our chambers is up here in the Woodlands-Conroe area, where we have about 200, 250 members, and uh, this is where it all started. So we expect tremendous growth, tremendous growth for next year. And by the way, uh, Merry Christmas, and I hope you have a wonderful, a wonderful new year. Uh, we have a special guest, uh, someone who's been with the chamber since its very inception, and who actually was part of our original, original uh, group of people who used to eat a lot of chicken wings or a lot of, of uh, potato chips when we would have meetings and nobody would show up. Talking about Chris Way. Chris Way is with the Cook Insurance Group. Chris, thank you for being on the show. Good morning, Dr. Carlos. Thanks again for being here. I know how busy you are. Uh, you brought your daughter with you. I know I know that uh, is the season, but at the same time, what, is she not in school right now? No, she's out of school till next week, next Wednesday. And, and so we're spending... Nine. The, yes, she's nine, so she still believes in Santa Claus. Oh, that, that's actually one more year of that, you said? Probably, yeah. yeah. Next year, it's probably not going to so not gonna happen. That'll change. That'll ch- and it's amazing. I mean, I'm sure it's amazing even for you. I mean, we'll talk about this for more in a little bit, but it's amazing for you as a dad to have such a young child, you know, and taking care of her and everything. Yes, it is. It's, it's quite an experience. Uh, I got started a little late in life, but it's, she's been a joy. And watching her grow too fast, but grow up and, and experience uh, some of the things that uh, she can in, in this day and age. It's just and she's really your only one. Yes, she is our one and will be our only one. Yeah. So. Okay, well, that's, that's amazing. We'll get back to that in just a second. I want to ask you a whole bunch of questions, Chris. But first, I, I do want to share with you some things about the Chamber of Commerce. As you know, it, you don't have to be Hispanic to join. And, and I mean, that you've been also very emblematic in that sense that people walk in and see you and then they see me and they say, okay, we're we're all the Hispanic people and, and whatever. You know, they ask questions and and you've always been the representative of, look, proof that you don't have to be Hispanic to join. And in about 60%, it's about 60% now of our members are not Hispanic. Well, yes, yeah, that, that's true. It's always been that way. And that's the way you designed it and what you wanted it mm-hmm. to be. It was about uh, small business. Right. And businesses, small businesses cross all cultural lines. Mm-hmm. And to be able to bring multiple cultures into t- together and being able to network, um, right. to be able to uh, increase their business, increase their profile, uh, is truly a advantage of the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce over other chambers of commerce. That's a big deal. Yeah. And yeah. being able, it's totally focused on small businesses and improving their mm-hmm. their business, their network, and right. being able to train and offer training that other chambers may or may not offer. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I have, to, I have to tell you that they don't offer. Many of them don't. I, if there are any chambers of commerce that actually talk to their members about how they present themselves and about the sales process and about things like that, I'd like to know because I want to copy what they're doing if they're doing it. You know, because to be honest with you, in the in the greater Houston area, there's about 40 chambers of commerce. Right? So there's a lot of chambers of commerce, except that every one of them has a different a different sort of focus, a different you know worldview. And ours is certainly small business, and I think we 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 stand true 
to the original premise that, that you know, where it all started, you know, hundreds of years ago, where businesses got together to network and to help each other and to protect each other. I mean, that's the original intent of a chamber of commerce, you know, even though now it's different from any others, you know. Yeah, in this day and age, obviously, that has changed with uh, the digital age and social networking mm -hmm. and stuff. But the principle is still the same. Helping small to medium-sized businesses uh, get bigger, mm -hmm. help protect them, help them, you know, get access to each other. Uh, mm -hmm. And that helps with uh, the bigger your network is, the bigger resources you have, and, and the, hopefully the more business you can generate for yourself and for others. You know, we talked about that today. We, we had a meeting today. We have meetings every Tuesday here in the Woodlands uh, in a place called Spring Creek Barbecue, which is right here in, in Shenandoah. And um, so we have the meeting there at lunch at 11.30, uh, from 11.30 to 1 o'clock. And, and we get about, average, about 40, 50 members show up to that meeting. Today, of course, being the season that it is, and, and it's cold, and a lot of folks, you know, a lot of our members are made of sugar, so, and it's raining, so, you know, they, they stay home. And that's fine. We had about 15 people here today at our meeting and one of the most important questions I ask, because I do this periodically, and, um, and I'm curbing it for next year because I've realized maybe it's not the right place or some folks don't always understand the, the intention. But today I said, okay, for Christmas, I'm going to ask everybody a big question and just see what the answer is. And I asked the question of, do you know what this person does? And so, so basically, whoever was there, I said, tell us, you know, tell us what you do versus who you are and all that. You know? and, and a lot of folks, even when you ask them, do you know what Chris Way does? For you, it'd be easy to understand what you do because you do commercial insurance, right? So you help insurance. People have insurance. They have insurance needs. They talk to you, et cetera. But a lot of our members have more obscure value propositions. It's harder to understand. And to be able to extract that and help them verbalize it was today's meeting. You know, well, it's so. good. Yeah, being able to insurance, you know, there's a lot of insurance agencies out there. Uh, we fo focus strictly on commercial, but yeah, you're, you are correct. You know, everybody knows what insurance, or everybody knows what insurance. Well, they is. should. They should. That's correct. But and there are, it's a it's a chamber of commerce, mm -hmm. or specifically the Hispanic chamber of commerce, are real good ways for, I don't want to say obscure, but different types of businesses to get out there. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. And to, so they can explain themselves mm -hmm. and what they can do and what they can offer, either other businesses or other individuals, and that's really one of the biggest points or the biggest attributes to networking is you can explain what you do and who you specifically can help. And being right. able to find that niche that you can specifically help is going to make you that much, uh, make you more successful that you much know, better. I, it was interesting. You're right. Because I, one of our members that was there, I asked her, do you know this man over here? I don't want to use names. Just basically, do you know this guy over here? She goes, yeah, I've known him for a few years. I go, okay, what does he do? And she couldn't answer the question. So, so even if you know each other, then that's my thing. You know, if, if you know people, but you don't know what they do, it's like you don't know them. How do you refer them? How do you help them? You yeah. know? So, so about four out of the 15 that were there actually got a good, a good lesson in terms of preparation or in terms of clarity of, of value proposition. Because you know? some of them, it's, it's easy. Chiropractor does chiropractic. You know, the, the air conditioning guy does air conditioning. But the other ones, it just, you know, it, it's harder to explain. So bottom line is, is um, that's part of the, of the value of all of this, is that we understand that, uh, that everybody has to be able to explain themselves correctly so that other people at the market will understand you, but also so that you'll do business. And, and one thing that we have that I think is a little bit different, I'm not sure, is that our leadership is accountable. So, so for example, I am accountable for making sure that what I say you're going to get as you join, you actually do get. It's not just a matter of me putting together 40 events a month and saying, okay, Chris, you're on your own. I actually do ask the question, are you getting any business? Are you, are you 
are things happening for you? Because I know the reason why people quit is that one, because they don't get any business and they think it's a waste of time, so they leave. Yeah, and that and, and you're correct. A lot of people join chambers and then they they join and they expect the the people to come in, and that's not necessarily mm -hmm. the case. You have to be you have to be involved and you have to go. I, I do a lot of networking, and and one of the things people when they ask me how I do it or how I'm successful at it is, is number one is just show up. show up and you have to be consistent. Mm -hmm. And if you're consistently going to events, mm -hmm. you can, you don't, you don't have to go to a mall, but consistently go even to the same event. If you pick uh, the Spanish Chamber of Commerce has lots of events every week. You don't have to go to a mall. I can't, uh, but I usually try to pick the, those same ones and go to every week and people get to know you. And then you can do, you can meet people. I meet a lot of people just for a cup of coffee to see what they do, see how I can help them. Mm -hmm. With my with doing commercial insurance, I have access to lots of small businesses. And a lot of times I can put my clients in touch with people that I meet mm -hmm. and being able to help them. And But I do go. You know, it's, it's, it's important to whatever networking group or event or that you're thinking about doing or doing, you have to go. And you right. have to consistently go. And if you do that, you will start seeing some business come back from it and then with the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, they really do offer a lot more educational opportunities for small businesses than other chambers because that's who they focus on. And being able to have access to that for a small business may or may not have access to yeah. being able to do get your 30-second commercial down, which mm -hmm. is so important mm -hmm. when you're out networking. And a lot of and chambers don't have that. If people try to buy training, training is expensive too. Now, in, in showing up, you, you mentioned showing up as, as that's number one for sure. We tell our members four things. Number one, show up. Number two, bring people. That makes you valuable. When you bring people, it makes you valuable to the whole group. So you become more attractive, you know. Number three is, is help others. Don't show up looking for business. Show up with value, you know. Because when you do show up to a chamber or any kind of organization looking for a sale, in general, people hate to be sold. You know? That's correct. Yeah, if people come into any type of event and just pitch their product, they're going to, people are immediately tuned out. Right. And then... And that's amazing, though. It amazes me how, how much of that really happens every time, you know. I, I, and I see it every almost every day because we have so many events um, where people will show up. The new people will show up. So you know, the, 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 we haven't talked to yet. They'll show up and say, okay, I have this thing and I need this. Or they'll come in and say, I have the latest insurance program. Like They're all kind of the same. I mean, if you're selling commercial insurance, it's pretty much, the board, you know, if it's not the same, you can have access. Any good commercial insurance agent has access to what they're selling, you know, in many different ways. You can get the same product. But when they come in trying to trying to re reframe what they're selling just because they know that, that a lot of folks won't buy what they used to sell, that doesn't work. You know, yeah. and you just and I tell people and I tell this to our members all the time, guys, look at the faces of the people that you're talking to, and when they start tuning you out, that they they're not going to buy from you. They've stopped listening. You know, and so that was today's exercise. So on Tuesdays we have a meeting here in the Woodlands, 30 to 40, 50 people sometimes show up to that meeting. So it's a very busy meeting. On Wednesday, on Wednesday, which is tomorrow. We have a meeting at a place called Abuelos, which is a Mexican restaurant in Katy. So that meeting, we have about 20 to 30 people that go. It's a little bit smaller than the Woodlands. It's a little bit easier to manage for our members because you can actually make connections and talk to people. But, you know, some people like the bigger meetings. And on Thursdays, we have, we have every uh, Thursday, we have a meeting at uh, Vintage Park. Well, you've been to that one before, Chris. Yes, I have. Yeah. So that's a growing area. There's not a lot of networking organizations out there, mm -hmm. and it would include Tomball, mm -hmm. probably all the way down to the Beltway area, uh, up up and down 249. So no. if you have a business out there, yeah, people all the way there's from a Cyprus, good way to get. You know, from Cyprus, from the Woodlands. A lot of people go to that meeting because, it, like you said, it's, it's hard to network with anyone in that part of town just because 
something about that area that, that there's not a lot of networking, you know? Yeah, I think it's an intersection of a lot of chambers and other networking organizations, kind of that 249 is almost kind of a border yeah. between uh, different organizations so people don't know which one True, to join. Sure. There you go. So I'm talking here with, with Chris Way. Chris Way is with the Cook Insurance Group. He's also a first responder. He's here with his daughter. And when we come back from break, we're going to talk to Chris a lot more about the first responder part of his life. Then we'll talk about insurance. So please stay with us. We'll be right back. Looking for a bilingual insurance company in the Montgomery County area? Since 2006, the Amel Agency is a family-owned insurance agency, and it all started with Leonard Amel. Now working with three full-time agents, offering home, auto, life, and umbrella insurance, the Amel Agency works with you to provide the insurance you need. Whether it be for your business or personal needs, they put that need first. The Amel Agency of the Woodlands is open Monday to Friday from 8 to 5. Call today at 832-299-6640 or email them anytime at info at amelagency.com to answer any of your questions. For more information on location and inquiries, look up Amel Agency online at amelagency.com. The Amel Agency, Montgomery County's bilingual insurance agency. Dr. Carlos Sanchez with the Hispanic Chamber Connection Radio Show, Radio 4. Members of the Woodlands Panel, actually the Texas Gulf Coast Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. Thank you so much for listening. Merry Christmas, and uh, we wish you also a very, very fruitful and prosperous 2018. I'm here with Chris Way. Chris Way is with Cook Insurance Group, with the Cook Insurance Group. And, of course, uh, our good buddy Adam. Adam, uh, I was going to call him Adam Cook, of course. What am I saying? It's Adam Cook. I don't know why I was thinking about the different Adam, but this is Adam. And Adam, if you're not listening, we know you're not listening, but maybe you'll listen to a recording. We wish you a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. We know that you're off today, so I hope you're, you're, uh, you're well. We're talking to Chris about, about just networking in general, about some of the things that you do to put your business in the mind of other people, you know, which is the definition of marketing, to make sure that you're in people's mind when they're ready to buy. And you do a lot of networking, Chris. I mean, you're... I mean, I think you're less prolific now than you were maybe three or four months ago. I've seen you a little bit less on Facebook and all over the place. Is that the case? Have you? Yes. Uh, with networking, you, you do want to reprioritize every once in a while. And we've been busy. Uh, obviously, there's almost so, so much time in the day. And, and when you get busy, because I've been networking, uh, most of our business is referral business. And once those referrals start to pick up, then you have to, sometimes you have to make some uh, difficult decisions and, and, reprioritize some of the networking and I'm not doing as much, which, which I always, I always feel frustrated when I can't get out there and network cause that's my pipeline and that's where my business comes from. But sometimes you got to cut back and, and do take care of your clients when sure. you're, you know, that's, we're all about making money. Yeah, yeah. And if I can, if I know I'm going to make money in the office, then that's what I'm going to have to do. And then so that was very get well, out when I can. Very well put. It's about making money, not necessarily about having a relationship, you know, relationships of course matter and, and they are meaningful but it's much better for you to make some money than it is to go and have a chicken dinner with somebody or a chicken lunch. Yeah. You know, we tell our members this all the time. I was telling that today. You know, I get frustrated as a leader of a group or as leader of a chamber when my members uh, tell me that they're not getting any business and they're networking all the time. And I tell them, you're not really networking. If you're not getting any business, you're not networking. You're basically having a social interaction with people. Because networking does require some intention and there's a process and you have to do it correctly. There's ways of doing it, you know. Mm -hmm. So it is likely that if you're not getting any business or if you're not at the level that you want to be, that your networking skills need to be polished up a little bit. 
Yeah. You have to network. There's a, a process to networking. It's a skill. It's, and you have to practice that skill. And one of the things that I do with my networking is if I ever meet anybody that I think I can, I can benefit, not necessarily that can benefit me, mm-hmm. I will always try to set up a one-on-one and, and to get it together for an hour or less and have coffee. And I was, how can I help you yeah, to yeah. increase and, your business? And what do you take them to these coffee places? If Starbucks is $6 a cup. Uh, we go to, there's a couple of places up here in the woodlands. We like to go to the uh, third generation coffee is a real nice place over off of Grogan's Mill. Behind Grogan's Starbucks. Park, behind Starbucks. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a newer place, but the coffee's uh, really good. And they do have places to sit down and have cups of coffee. You can meet anywhere. Yeah. Uh, I've, you know, you can, somebody's office or, and then the coffee shop company mm-hmm. uh, 45. 45 is a good mm-hmm. place. But yeah, it could be Danny's, IHOP. I mean, just, it, no. that's not where you meet. It's, that's not, it's not that important. Right. And you don't even have to have lunch. I mean, you can just have a cup of coffee and have get lunch. together. Come on, just try, buy them some food. Yeah. But, but I got to tell you this too. I, I went, there was a small period of time where I lost my cable. Actually, I lost my internet connection or something in my office. It just wouldn't work. And the people were out there fixing it. So I was going to the coffee shop place for three days. It's amazing how many people show up to that place that are either in VNI, in the chamber, or both. I've gone where I've walked in and there's, I almost know everybody there yeah. or three quarters <laughs> and not intentionally. I was supposed to meet somebody there and I walk in and it's like, it takes me five, 10 minutes to get to the table because yeah. I'm saying hi to everybody. And more amazing to me is that they actually let us do what we do there. You know what I mean? It's like walking in and sitting down for an hour in a coffee shop is, is not at all beneficial to the coffee shop because no. they don't make any money, you know, but they're very open about letting all these people show up and sit down and, and sort of hang out. And their prices are they're priced well. I mean, the price is okay for for the market. Mm-hmm. It's just I love that they're very tolerant. They're very patient. Well, it's 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 exposure for them. I mean, it's long term. Just like as a business owner, you need with networking, you need to take a long term view of it. Sure. And they take a long term view. Yeah, they're giving up a seat mm-hmm. for an a table for an hour or so. They only may sell a couple cups of coffee, but those two people are going to like the atmosphere, like the coffee, and come back. But they're going to tell other people. To, hey, try the coffee shop. You know, and what I like about them that they don't have in Starbucks is that every one of the, the places where you can sit, every booth mm-hmm. has a connection. You can connect your, your your telephone or you can connect your computer. Oh, I didn't even know that. So Starbucks doesn't have that. You know, go. Oh, I've looked because I've gone there with no more, no energy. And you yeah. walk in and you plug it in and then you're good to go. Oh, chart, yeah. Chart. Yeah, Starbucks doesn't do that, but they yeah, don't. so the organized places do. <laughs> okay, so, all right, so that's that's one thing for sure. Networking is, is a big way that, that uh, you drum up business and everything else. But then we were talking about about just the fact that that you know to, to go out and do business, there, there is a requirement. I mean, there, there is sort of a requirement on behalf of your manager, of your leaders, that tell you, okay, Chris, how did it go? You know, what happened? And if you you know go to your office too many times, scratching your head and saying, well, it was a good lunch, but nothing happened. Before you know it, you will have you will have issues. You know, somebody will say to you, you're not doing your job, even if you think you are by being busy. Yeah, and you have to go to a one-on-one or a networking event with with a goal in mind, whether it's to meet so many people or find people that you can help. Don't mm-hmm. necessarily look at who can help me, it's who I can help. Right. And when I meet with somebody one-on-one, I'm never looking to get business from them. I want, and I want them to have access to my network and I want access to their network because that just makes it that much bigger mm-hmm. if I can get access to, or if they, if somebody knows what I do and they may know somebody, I want to know who they know right. or who may need my product and vice versa. I may have people in my network that will benefit from their service 
or they may, people in my network may know other people in their network, right. and it just kind of geomet yeah. geometrically uh, uh, increases. And the big idea that you're talking about there is just having the foresight or having the vision, understanding, for example, something that, that, that it always gets my attention when we get young people that join the chamber. I don't want to say millennials because it might be a bad word, but I'm not sure. Nonetheless, younger people, you know, in their 20s and early 30s, and they'll show up and they're whippersnappers, right? I mean, they've got it all down. They know their presentation. They know what they're selling. They're really good. They walk in. They sell maybe one or two, and then they don't come back. Very, very transactional. Very, very driven to let me, let me, let me pitch you my, my idea. And so all our members are very nice. They're very open, and they'll say yes, but they won't buy because nobody buys from people that do things like that. We talked about this earlier. Yeah, the, well, and I think a lot of it is our age, the digital age, where you do everything online, a lot of stuff online, and that's very transactional. Mm -hmm. You buy stuff online, you do, and so their relation, their that's how they were raised is you know one click, and it's it's very transactional. Sure. Whereas most business, long term business relationships are relationship oriented. Right. It's, you know, the relationship, the personal relationship is part of it. It needs to be a, a, a business professional focused, but being able to help a small business. And it's one of the things we enjoy with what we do, since we just do commercial insurance, we work strictly with small businesses and helping them grow sometimes from the very beginning to where they're starting to get big contracts and helping them meet their contractual obligations is, is a relationship. Right. And I always focus on, getting my clients business. I mean, I'm, we're invested in their business. Mm -hmm. you know, if they can't, if they go out of business, then they don't need insurance. And sure. if they get bigger, they're going to need more insurance. And it's, but that's the way it works. It's, mm -hmm. it's being able to not only help them grow, but, and protect them, but help them get access to people that I may know that may be able to, that know people that know people that know, know people. Mm -hmm. I'm to the point where I'm giving out referrals. I don't even know about people mm -hmm. that I know say, Hey, do you remember talking to this business? And frankly, sometimes I don't, yeah. but they're giving them business. And I, people call me and say, Hey, this person gave me a referral for business. And I go, okay, well, that's great. You know, mm -hmm. and I can't remember who, Yeah, I do that know, all the time too. I can't remember that I made the connection mm -hmm. and which is great. It's, that's what I'm about. And that's what helps my clients, helps my people in my network to grow. Right. And that's the, I guess the, the ultimate for somebody that knows, uh, that has experience networking. And that, that's the, a big word of advice for the younger folks out there. And I'm, you know, I mean, I'm stereotyping or I'm generalizing, but I'm doing it because at least 20 of our members who, who are of the, of the demographic I just mentioned, early 30s, uh, younger, uh, later 20s, and even mid-20s, will show up very, very transactional, very, very whippersnappery, like, I got it, I know it, you don't, you don't need to tell me anything. And we don't try to tell me anything if they're with that kind of attitude. You know, it's okay, it's great to be confident, but it's bad to be transactional you know yeah well networking it, it, it is a skill and i've when i first started networking i didn't you know i needed to learn yeah and I, it, there's two things that i always stress about networking it's a long-term proposition and it is a skill mm -hmm. and you have to you know one of the things i mentioned earlier about about being persistent and continuing to show up mm -hmm. is it's skill when i first started with an organization they said it's going to take a year for it, to, for it to really start to roll, it takes a year yeah. of networking, doing the one-on-ones and meeting with people mm -hmm. and giving giving more than getting. You know, and that's, that's a big deal because uh, in our chamber, when people join new, there's always, we always have a meeting with them, an orientation. And it's a big, we always set, a, we set the expectations. Make, just make sure you realize in an organization like this or any organization, 
if you're going to use networking as your primary form of marketing, which there's other forms, but this is one a lot of people think, okay, I can, I'll show up and maybe that'll give me business. The expectation has to be that three to six months, you know, when you're lucky or when you're, when you have something really good, but one year to learn the market, to learn people, to learn how it's done, you have to give it at least a year. You know, that's realistic. Yeah, definitely. Uh, at even we're to the point where almost all of our businesses were referral business. Yeah. And one of the reasons I haven't been networking as much is because my referral business has been so good that through my previous networking that, you know, I haven't been able to give a little bit of a vicious cycle where you can't um, network as much because your networking business is doing so well. And, but we've been able to get to the point where we don't, as an, uh, we haven't been able to withdraw from a lot of buying leads and doing a lot of that. We don't do any advertising. We do some uh, SEO stuff with web.com, but other than that, we don't do any type of advertising. Good. Save a lot of money. referral business. I always get a kick out of that when people say, well, I'm brand new, but I don't do advertising. I don't do, I don't do this, I don't do that. And then I ask them, you know, how's your business doing? Well, we can use a lot more business and we're really behind because they're not doing the networking. They're not investing, which was something everybody needs to do. We're going to talk a lot more with Chris Way, uh, Chris Way with Cook Insurance. He's talking to us about networking right now, about business, about success, and about how it's done, ladies and gentlemen. So please listen up. Uh, We have a little bit more to go, so we'll talk to Chris when we come back. Please stay with us. Looking for a bilingual insurance company in the Montgomery County area? Since 2006, the Amel Agency is a family-owned insurance agency, and it all started with Leonard Amel. Now working with three full-time agents, offering home, auto, life, and umbrella insurance, the Amel Agency works with you to provide the insurance you need. Whether it be for your business or personal needs, they put that need first. The email agency of the Woodlands is open Monday to Friday from 8 to 5. Call today at 832-299-6640 or email them anytime at info at to answer any of your questions. For more information on location and inquiries, look up email agency online at amelagency.com. The email agency, Montgomery County's bilingual insurance agency. We're back. This is Dr. Carlos Sanchez, Hispanic Chamber Connection Radio Show. Members only. We feature our members because we're a chamber of commerce that does that. We look for ways to help our members become the most known business owners in the area, but also the most capable. We've been talking a lot about training and about networking and about different ways that we have that we're going to uh, help our members project their business and make their business a long-term endeavor versus a, a simple transaction, which is what we've found some people do. Uh, the issue with that, though, is that we, as Chris and I discussed already, folks that are transactional tend to leave the, the organization very quickly. They, they make one or two sales or not, and they don't come back. The problem is that they leave saying this thing doesn't work. And please understand, the fact that you belong to an organization, like I belong to three gyms. I'll, I'll admit it. It doesn't mean that because I belong to three gyms, I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to be in shape. It just means I'm in a list somewhere, you know. Same thing with the Chamber of Commerce. We have about 25 different realtors, for instance. And uh, the realtors that get the most business, as we've said already, are the ones that show up. And then when they show up, they bring value. And the way they bring value, as Chris already explained, is that they actually come in looking for ways to help others. So, so that's one of the biggest ways you can bring value to the Chambers. Come in and, and talk to us about helping other members and about helping each other. That's number two, because the first one is come in and invite other people. So, so you want to bring value to the organization by bringing more opportunity. And that's the way you do it. You invite others. You become a promoter of the organization. 
And then when you're there, you're there to help others. And the third way, of course, is to get involved and do things with, uh, with, uh, with the leadership and, and et cetera, et cetera. So here with Chris, we're talking about his networking and, and, and how it's beginning now to pay off after a while. What did you do, Chris, to sustain in the meantime? I mean, I know that there were times, there's probably times, like any small business owner, what would you say to them if they're at the beginning stages of realizing, uh-oh, I need to get better at networking, uh, what would you say would be a good recommendation? That, what would they do? What could they do to sustain? Well, obviously, uh, different organizations in, in the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, one of them is mm -hmm. provides training to network, whether it's developing the 30-second commercial or finding your niche. I find a lot of companies are too broad when they talk about their business. Insurance companies are a prime example. Mm -hmm. A lot of insurance companies, we can do everything. Yeah. And you, and you may, and so can we. But we've determined that uh, commercial insurance is a good niche to be in. Uh, it's, it requires different uh, levels of expertise and knowledge that a, uh, that's different from personal lines. And so we focused on, about three years ago, we focused just strictly on commercial insurance, and that's what we do. Uh, there are a lot of great personal lines agents for home and auto that we will be happy to refer you to if you, that's what you need. But if you need uh, small business insurance, small to medium-sized business insurance, we have the expertise and the knowledge and the carriers to get that for you. And we... So, and that's what we focus on. All my commercials are commercial insurance. So basically your focus. Yeah, we haven't, we, we found a niche and a lot of small businesses don't. They say we do everything. I see a lot, I hear a lot of insurance agencies. We can do everything. They list everything. Yes. Which and is worse. you may, but that doesn't mean you do it well. And yeah, if well, you want to be good mm -hmm. uh, or you want to get that reputation, you have to do one thing and do it well. You know, somebody, somebody that's doing that, that I think is brilliant. And, and by the way, you're right. You know, when you're, when you don't have enough business, it's, it's about focus and, and you focusing directly on, on what you do best. And, and one of our friends, a mutual friend of ours, Rick Demko, who focuses only on final wishes insurance and things about uh, life insurance or things about, you know, that kind of, his, his agency, and he has a lot of, a lot of, and in the tens or twenties of people that work with him. But him having that focus, he's the only guy I've ever heard in the market say, I do final wishes insurance and I can write a policy for virtually anyone. That is more focused than, than a lot of the focus, and you're right. I mean, the 25 or whatever, how many amount of, of insurance agents we have in our chamber, that's the most focused one I've heard, you know? Yeah. And, he does final, he his commercials and his focus is on final expense right. insurance, which, which is a very specific part of the life insurance right. market. Doesn't mean he can't do other types right. of insurance. And when he meets with you, well, he'll he talk can. about the other kinds. He'll let you know. Yeah. I refer business to Rick all the time. Mm -hmm. I can do life insurance, but right. that's not our focus. So right. most uh, most of the time, I will just refer it over to Rick. And then when Rick has, and this is how the networking and the relationship works. When Rick is talking to somebody about life insurance and they know somebody or they have a small business, mm -hmm. He'll ask, you know, do you have business for your insurance for your business? And if they say no, well, then he'll refer it to me. Okay. So his his commercial is really focused on one small segment of the life insurance market, but that doesn't prevent him once he meets with somebody from doing any kind of life right. insurance. And like I said, he's one of my referrals. Right. I refer him business all the time. And that that's a big deal. Uh, if you're listening, there's another piece of advice. So, uh, you know, first get get training, get get better at networking, but also when you are putting together your commercial. There's ways to put it together. If you're a member of this chamber, I can send you templates that we have and, and things that we use when we help our members. Uh, but focus is, is very important. We just had a meeting where that was probably the number one issue that I was listening to as, as, as we were going around the table. And I can't, I mean, I can't, I can, but I don't always bring it up to tell our members, guys, if you don't focus, 
people won't buy from you. It's just it's that simple. There's just too much noise in the market. Even even hospitals, if they don't focus, it's hard to understand, you know, what a hospital, what kind of value I can actually get from a hospital outside of ER, maybe some of the things. We don't know why we would go to Memorial Hermann versus, you know, St. Luke's. When they focus, though, it's a lot easier to understand. Maybe one has a better pediatrics or better labor and delivery. It's just about how you present what you do to, to the market. So anyway, that's a big deal. Focus is, is a big deal. If you're not getting the kind of business you want, that would be another question I would ask you is how focused is your commercial? How focused uh, are you when you explain what you do and and, sell and so on? But that happens a lot also with the financial advisors and with, you know, like you said, with the insurance folks. And obviously it happens with the realtors, you know, just a lot of folks. So anyway, focus. So let's change that focus for a second. Chris, I wanted to ask you before we, we spend too much more time about your, your career as a first responder. It, it, you know, a lot of folks don't know this about you, and I think it matters that they do. You were telling me that you worked yesterday, the day before yesterday, and, and so on. So you've been working the past few days. Yeah, a lot of times we're shorthanded over the holidays for, for various reasons. And I've been a first responder for four, a little over four years now. Mm -hmm. I started with uh, Cypress Creek EMS doing, actually, they, it was a volunteer organization. Since 1975, they've always been a volunteer organization. And they have mostly paid staff now, but they still they remember their roots and, and welcome volunteers. And I started about four years ago as a, actually with no medical training, you can start out as what's called a non-med driver. I would just drive the ambulance, gave me an excuse to drive down uh, 1960 with lights and sirens on, but <laughs> I, I enjoy doing that. And I enjoy working. There's some fantastic people that work there, totally dedicated that work very hard and obviously help people when they need them the most for whatever emergency. And it's been a, a really rewarding experience for me. After a while, I decided I wanted to do more, so I became an emergency medical technician, and and now I can help patients and help the crews. And it's uh, one of the more uh, rewarding things I've ever done in my life. Wow, and, and so how much time do you guys generally spend on a shift? I mean, is it a 12-hour shift? Uh, you can spend, with, uh, with the, the duty crews, the regular crews, they're tw 24 off, 70, or I'm sorry, 24 on, 72 hours off. Okay. is their base schedule, and they usually pick up extra shifts to, to make extra money. But we can work as volunteers. We can work as little or as much as we want to. I usually work 12 to 24-hour shifts depending on my schedule. Mm -hmm. I usually try to work nights more often so I'm not missing time with my daughter or obviously my, my paying job. Yeah. And uh, been working with some fantastic people over the years. So you're still doing it right now as a volunteer? Yes, yeah. I will uh, remain a volunteer. I've been asked, how come I don't? go on. And I said, well, I can work with who I want when I want. And mm -hmm. it's been, um, it's a great, fantastic organization. It's one of the more um, medically advanced uh, EMS organizations in the country. We mm -hmm. can, we're one of the few that can actually transfuse blood in the field. Wow. If someone needs it, we can do a blood transfusion in that's, the field. That's Cypress Creek EMS. Yes, yeah. So if someone, if someone were, were interested in getting involved, what, what do they have to do? They just show up? Do they... Do you guys have like recruiting fairs, health fairs? How does one get involved? Well, if you want to be a volunteer, all you got to do is go on to their website. It's uh, ccems.com, and they have a page for volunteers. You can, like I said, you don't have to have any medical training to to volunteer. You can be a non-medical driver, or if you have if you have your EMT certification, you can uh, volunteer as an EMT and work uh, on the ambulance. We also have a lot of we do a lot of um, Promotional. We have a bike team that's real popular that goes out for like the Ironman or for various events. We do lots of PR events. Uh, I usually do one or two PR events where we take an ambulance and kind of show it off and show inside the ambulance so people can see. I just saw you in a, at a, a elementary school. You were with your daughter and you guys 
with driving around the ambulance, wasn't it? Yes, they have uh, a lot of schools have health fairs and they want uh, uh, an ambulance and fire truck. Unfortunately, the fire truck is a lot more popular than the ambulance oh, for, for sure. the kids for, for obvious reasons, even with my daughter. But and she goes with me uh, to help. Um, she likes to do it, um, likes to show off. She knows where everything is on the ambulance and likes yeah. to show other kids where everything is. Push those buttons for sure. Yes, literally. So we're, we're here with with Chris Way. Chris Way is with the Cook Insurance Group, focused on commercial insurance. So if you have a small business or if you are <clears throat> thinking about growing your business or if you're thinking about starting a business, for sure, insurance is is of vital, vital importance. It's one of those things you need an accountant. Maybe you need a lawyer some sort of legal plan, and for sure, insurance. Uh, don't be without it. You can call 281-417-3000. That's the Cook Insurance Group. When we come back, we'll talk more about the insurance group and about the services you provide, Chris. Uh, we'll be right back in just a few minutes, so please stay with us. We'll be right back. Looking for a bilingual insurance company in the Montgomery County area? Since 2006, the Amel Agency is a family-owned insurance agency, and it all started with Leonard Amel. Now working with three full-time agents, offering home, auto, life, and umbrella insurance, the Amel Agency works with you to provide the insurance you need. Whether it be for your business or personal needs, they put that need first. The Amel Agency of the Woodlands is open Monday to Friday from 8 to 5. Call today at 832-299-6640 or email them anytime at info at to answer any of your questions. For more information on location and inquiries, look up Amel Agency online at amelagency.com. The Amel Agency, Montgomery County's bilingual insurance agency. Back. We're back with Dr. Carlos Sanchez with the Hispanic Chamber Connection radio show. Thank you very much for listening. You've listened to, I'm not sure how many programs now, but a good a good, 30, a good 30 shows that we've done. And your feedback has always been very positive. And I really appreciate everything you've said and all the emails that you've sent and, and all the wonderful feedback. Like I said, uh, this program is, is designed for, and we, we look for ways to help our members not only project their business as best they can, but also say some things about themselves that make them interesting, memorable. And certainly we have a, per, a person here today who's very memorable, very interesting. Uh, there are several ways in which you should look at Chris Way for sure. Obviously, when you see him, buy him lunch. because As a first responder, I think they respond very well to food, for sure. But And, and thank him, by all means. But, but outside of that as well, uh, ask him about his expertise as a networker. Because I know for a fact that of the people I know, the top three networkers I know here in the Woodlands area, He's, he's one of them, for sure. And you have a technique, Chris. Uh, share that with us. What kind of, what is your system? When, when Let's say, for instance, you go to an event tonight. You, there's 30 people there, and you're there to network, and you, you only know half of those people. Well, I try to obviously meet people I haven't met before and try to determine, you know, obviously what, what their business is and where else they network and see how I can help them. If, if I think I can provide them access to someone or even another networking group, another business that I know, I will always attempt to do a one-on-one with. Um, I don't care where I met you. If I think I can help you, uh, give you, obviously help your business or or give you access to people who can give you access to other markets, I will always attempt to do a one-on-one. I don't care if it's another insurance agency. I refer business to other insurance agencies all the time. I can't be and don't want to be everything to everybody. Right. It's not, you can't have the level of expertise or experience that 
you that you really want to have mm -hmm. to ev to everything to everybody. Right. And so if I can I, if I think I can help you help your business, I will do a one-on-one -on -one and see get more specific on what you do and what kind of client client you're looking for, but what other type of people that I can put you in front of that's that's going to give you access to other people. So, first is your mindset. You walk in saying, "I'm going to help you." That's yes. part of your technique. What yes. else do you do then? You, you, you Set up a one-on-one. -on -one, you have coffee. Yes, and then I, obviously you, you want to develop a relationship. And insurance is insurance, and you mentioned before, and you know, hundreds of insurance agencies around. Mm -hmm. And but what we how we differentiate ourselves is we want to help your business grow. We just don't want to sell you insurance. And something else, then, Chris. About seventy percent of all of our members are women. Like yes. we're a very female type of organ. Well, obviously because women tend to be more social and men don't need the networking thing. You know, yes. they already know everything. Yes. So, so how, what do you recommend that women do that might be a little bit intimidating to, for them to, to, you know, call you or call someone else and say, hey, let's have coffee. Uh, is, there, is there a special recommendation that you might have for the female part of our chamber? Uh, maybe uh, the pre-establishment of this is a business transaction thing or, or what would you recommend women do? Well, I do, when I meet somebody, I will always follow up with an email and, and keep it very professional. Uh, and then, you know, would you like to get together for a cup of coffee, um, wherever. And, but again, the email thanking or I enjoyed meeting you and I think I can help you. Do you have an Do you have some time to meet for coffee? And, but always keeping it professional and keep the meeting professional, you know, maybe even not talk about personal stuff as much and more about uh, a business business relationship and keep it professional. And I'm always focused on how can I help you versus what you can do for me. Right. I never go into any type of networking event or one-on-one -on -one with trying to get business from that. So you don't, you don't travel with your brochure in your hand. I don't, like, like, I, yeah, I don't travel any with anything, we have a, a, a pad of paper. And I tell our members, guys, come on, what are you doing? Because they'll, they'll go to things that are not even networking events and, and try to sell you know, I'll see them with their iPads all open and, and them doing a presentation. And I'm telling, you know, they just met this person. And, and I'll be like, you know, that's probably step five. And you haven't even gone through step one and two. And you're already in, you know, in the relationship aspect of this when you haven't even built the relationship yet. You know? Yeah. So, if someone, if I meet somebody wherever at any network type of networking event, if they're going to pitch me, then chances I'm not even going to make an, I mean, I'm going to take their business card and say, nice to meet you. And I'm going to move on to somebody else. And I'm not going to make an effort to to uh, meet with them or, or to see what I can do for their business. If all that they care about is themselves, mm -hmm. then they're, they're not helping themselves and they're not going to help me. So that takes the pressure off you then a little bit. I mean, you know, you don't have to show up to these meetings with, with that intention of sales in mind. You're, you're, you're with the intention of, I got some cards, some connections mm -hmm. who I can help. So, so the, the pressure is more on you to help others versus on you to sell. That's correct. And, and with networking, you're going to get lots of business cards and you have to filter those. It's not, I learned somebody told me or taught me a long time ago, you don't have to met network with every single person you meet. Uh, just like you won't be able to do business with everybody you meet. And I, with insurance, yes, I could do insurance for everybody, but I don't, I don't need to and I don't want to because they're not necessarily focused on what we need to do. But if they're all they care about is themselves, then I'm not going to, you know, obviously they're not going to, they're probably not going to be around for very long because right. it's not going to work. And being able to uh, help other businesses or, or being able to filter through 
the business cards you get on the networking. And like I said, I learned, somebody taught me a while ago, you don't have to network with every single person so, you so meet. So how do you get people to come visit you? I mean, let's just say in that case, if it were the case with you, obviously it's not because you, you go out and talk to people. Mm -hmm. And as an insurance company, people don't necessarily go to your office. But let's say, for instance, you have a storefront mm -hmm. and you want people to come to your storefront. Mm -hmm. And you're networking to get people to come to your storefront. That's obviously about you when you show up to, to invite people. Mm -hmm. So how do you get people to come to you? Well, uh, we do have a storefront, but or we have an office. But most of the time, I make the effort to let we can meet someone. Else. At least that's what I know. It's about a neutral you. ground, mm -hmm. and it's a neutral ground. Uh, but if you have a storefront and, and need people to, you need the traffic. Having uh, meeting there is a, is a is a great way to get people in in into your business. Have events there is another thing that you can have. That's a big they deal. don't have to be big events. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. get five people that haven't been in there before. That's five people you had to have access to. Chamber ladies, some people with Aracela Shaw, who was our member of the year, just did in a little event like that where it was supposed to be a, like a wine thing. And all over Facebook, like six or seven of them, you know? And that's right. I mean, they didn't, it wasn't big. It, it met the need that the, the, the chamber member had. And Aracela was able to show off her business. And other people really enjoyed that time. So, so you're right. It doesn't have to be a big thing. So designing events, doing things that are fun for people, are very helpful yeah. for, for creating traffic. For or sure. doing joint events. I know some organizations will have that have a storefront, and then there's other businesses that are kind of close to what they do or, or work well together. Uh, health and wellness is a big example of that. Mm -hmm. uh, there are storefronts with health mm -hmm. and wellness, but there's other organizations that ne don't necessarily have storefronts, but the type of client that they're all looking for can be similar. Sure. And they can do joint events where... It's at their storefront, but there's other organizations that uh, could benefit from that. And they do join, so they can draw from all their networks to get the events bigger. And even if some of the items or some of the whatever they offer is a little bit of an overlap, mm -hmm. and one of the things I do with networking, the pie is big enough for everybody. And you that's important to understand. And a lot of small, a lot of small businesses don't realize that. They don't want to, oh, well, I might have to give up this little piece you know, and give up the bigger part. It's interesting you mentioned that because as a chamber of commerce, and I know that a lot of organizations, and then you said it right on the head, Chris, I don't intend as a chamber president to have everybody be a member of my organization. I'm not for everybody. And I get that and I, I honor that, no problem. But the people that do join our chamber, we do have a code of conduct. And, and among our business uh, best practices are, are the statutes that, that say you must be willing to allow yourself to be not in competition, but in company of others that do what you do. And if you try to either intimidate or look for ways to outperform uh, by way of, 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 you know, getting in people's way and things like that, that is grounds for, from, you know, a memo or, or, or will let you know that you're not following the best practices, the business practices. And that happens to people who think that the pie is very small, that, there's, that there are limited amounts of people who can buy from them. They're not mining their transaction. They're basically in there for a transaction. So they're hoping they get business from you, but they don't care that you know people. So they don't ask you about those people. They just want you to buy their thing. Yeah, and that's a very short-term. And you may have some short-term gain, but over the long haul, it's it's not going to work. Yeah, it's not sustainable. You get a reputation. Yeah, and then people don't want to do business with you. My biggest, I refer more business to other insurance agencies. Mm -hmm. uh, my biggest referral sources are other insurance agencies because I know my, I know what we do, what, what we do well at. We do very well at commercial insurance. I have some great insurance agencies that do home and auto. Right. I have, uh, we talked about Rick. So tell us who you are and what you do one more time, Chris, if you don't mind. It's just basically your name and your company name. Oh, uh, my name is Chris Way. We're with the Cook Insurance Group. We are in the Woodlands over off of Sawdust. Our phone number is 281-417-3000.
And our website is kochig.com. Okay, so go ahead and do it one more time, please. Okay, uh, Cook Insurance Group, we are off of or 2219 Sawdust. We're close to the Spanish Chamber offices. And our phone number is 281-417-3000. And our webpage is kochig.com. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, all the social, me all the social media sites. Very good. So that's Cook Insurance. That's Chris Way. K-O-C-H. All right. So this is the Hispanic Chamber Connection radio show. I've been talking to Chris Way. And if you have any kind of insurance questions, especially business insurance or small uh, commercial insurance, please call 281-417-3000. Thanks again for being on the program, Chris. Thank you. Enjoyed it. And hope you have a great Christmas. Hope you have a great New Year. And this is Dr. Carlos Sanchez signing off. We'll be back next week with Gloria Marquez. Gloria Marquez. And we'll talk to you then. And until then, have a great week. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV in Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.